Hi there, welcome to this week's edition of the Heart of Youth Leader podcast. It's great to have your company. I hope you're doing well. I want to talk about today uh, about the temptation that I think faces most youth leaders at some point, uh, and that is to grumble about our church. Uh, I think as youth leaders, it's very easy to be a bit isolated, to be a bit separated from what's going on uh, in our the rest of our church. And also, it's very easy for us to think that our church leader doesn't get us, doesn't get youth work, doesn't see the importance of youth work. And, and do you know what? Sometimes I think that's probably true. The challenge is, how do we respond to that? Do we uh, just separate ourselves? Uh, and I know when I was younger, the temptation was well, I'm just going to do church what I think church should be with the young people, as if I was like a a, a, a renegade church leader to young people. Uh, and it was almost like separating uh, the, the young people from the church because I didn't like what was going on in the church. And as I look back on those early years, I'm just embarrassed. Uh, embarrassed because that isn't helpful to the young people certainly not helpful to the church Um, and actually I think there should have been a bit more uh, dialogue between me and the church leader uh, and to try and actually try and come to terms with the frustrations and the difficulties and you know I've lost count of the number of times I've met with volunteer youth leaders who help with a kind of Sunday morning youth group um, the kind of you know Sunday school model although I know that term we don't like to use um, quite rightly uh, and uh, you know they'll be doing the youth group on a Sunday morning every week and I'll say but when do you get into church for yourself and they, the response has often been oh I don't really want to be in I'd rather be with the young people than I would be in church and isn't there a danger that we don't love our church uh, and if we don't love our church that breeds resentment that we actually will communicate to the young people. Uh, Even though we don't mean to, even though we don't intend to, we're role models. And so our every value is communicated to those we lead. Uh, And they they will notice and they they will see that we don't go to church. We don't spend time with the adults. We just do our own thing. Uh, And I really want us to to not be those leaders. Uh, There's also a danger that we think, therefore, that we're actually the saviour for the young people, that we'll save them even if the church won't, whereas actually we've got to remember it's Jesus is the saviour. We're not youth leaders, we're youth ushers, ushering young people into the presence of Jesus. And Jesus, as he left earth, left the church to be his hands, his feet, uh, his, his mouth to uh, the the broken world uh, he didn't leave youth leaders he left the church so we need to to do all we can to live at peace with the church uh, and and it's that that really I want to reflect on today using the words of Paul in Colossians uh, the letter to the Colossians in chapter 3 verse 15 and I'm reading from the message translation today just because I think it really helps put it in simple everyday language which is often what Eugene Peterson does so well when he paraphrases the Bible in the message. So it says this in verse 15 of Colossians chapter 3, let the peace of Christ 
keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. Wow, isn't that important that I need to be in step with my church leader, not out of step? Uh, And it's through the peace of Christ that we have this unity of Jesus. We have this connection uh, and this peace is supposed to keep us in step, not out of step. I wonder if you're feeling in step with your church leader today or or very much walking to a different rhythm and what you could do about it. Paul goes on, none of this going off and doing your own thing and cultivate thankfulness. Let the word of Christ, the message, have the run of the house. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Instruct and direct one another using good common sense and sing. Sing your hearts out to God. Let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the Master Jesus. Thanking God the Father every step of the way. Whoa, it's so rich, isn't it? There's so much here. Don't go off and do your own thing but keep the step of unity with those around us. And I think the step of unity is important to stop me becoming arrogant, to stop me thinking I have all the, have all the answers. If only the church would do it my way. I don't, you know, it's so easy to criticise, but it's so hard to suggest an alternative. I can remember real wise counsel from a former vicar of mine when I was frustrated, goes, Andy, it's easy to criticise. But what's the alternative? Give me the suggestions of how we can make a difference. What's the constructive criticism? Don't just criticise. And that's a really helpful thing. I think if we want to criticise, only criticise if you've got an alternative suggestion. Because it's very easy to say our services are dull. Okay, then what would you do differently? Um, I don't really know, but it's just a bit dull. Uh, And... Uh, you know, we need to we need to be walking together in the peace of Christ, not going off and doing our own thing, but working together, uh, communicating our frustrations if we need to, but always in a way of encouragement of how things could be better, how we could be more obedient to what God's calling us to. And therefore, the, the, the way that we stop our heart becoming um dissatisfied or our heart becoming hardened to our church and our church leaders in particular is by cultivating thankfulness what are you thankful for for your church what are you thankful for from your church leader what are you thankful for for the the family of god that you're a part of keep those things at the front of your mind we need to be thankful people because of all that god has done for us and he's placed us in this family uh, and and I love this uh, where Paul says uh, that we've got to um, sing, sing your hearts out to God. Uh, there's something that really powerful that happens when we sing. And, and some people say, Andy, young people don't like singing. It's too awkward. And they're going through adolescence change and development. And it's awkward. with The voice is breaking and all that. Yeah, that's true. But let's not take singing so seriously. Singing is a joyful thing. It, it lifts our spirits. It fills our souls. Uh, and so singing is meant to be a really good thing. Uh, and so I want to say, yeah, it may be awkward, but actually do it with fun. Do it with joy. Do it with your bodies. Young people love, what's it, the Just Dance on the, on the I was going to say on the Wii. That's a bit old, isn't it? <laughs> you know what? On the Xboxes and all the, all the latest 
stuff um they love it and they they don't mind once they are comfortable with each other they don't mind making a fool of themselves a lot of the time and, and i think singing is just an extension of that it's filling with joy for the lord so let's not have a serious time of worship. Let's have a joyful time of worship. Let's sing songs that they can clap to, that they can dance to, that they can enjoy. But also those songs that really help them to worship. But let's help them to sing their hearts out to God. And the challenge for us, let every detail of your life, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the Master Jesus, thanking God the Father every step of the way. We walk in step with one another and we walk in step with our Heavenly Master. Go for it. <laughs>